Okay, so I've been gone for a while, and a couple days I've been short, and I've really skipped some big, just funny stories, stories that weren't really covered in the media, and I think I'm going to cover them today. I mean, there was a big story today that I'm going to go over, um, but outside of that, let's talk about some of the just bizarre things we're seeing out there in the world in this country and talk about them a little bit. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, so um, we got to go into something that came out today. Uh, today's Wednesday, by the way, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, Joe Biden can't seem to beat any forecasts when it comes to unemployment numbers, but he sure can beat the crap out of one forecast inflation. Inflation has gone up to 7% in December from last year. That is the worst rate since 1982 when unemployment went up 7.1% in June. This is a half percent jump up from last month. Now, when we talk about inflation, we're talking about on all types of goods, cards, food, energy, uh, rent, services. It's not just in general. So let's break this stuff down. Let's take a look. Fox News had a very good breakdown. So energy actually went down 0.4%. That sounds great, except there are some problems. Gas is up 49%. Natural gas is up 24%. And electricity is up 6.3%. The reason energy went down is because last month, Biden released four days of oil from the United States reserves, so it went down a spit. I mean, a spit. You may notice when you go get gas, the only thing you see is that gas prices haven't gone up. That's what I've noticed. A lot of gas stations I go to, gas prices have stayed pretty stable for the last month, but they haven't gone down. So because they haven't gone up and things like electricity have gone down a little bit, that's where that 0.4% comes from. Now, we're not talking this is 10%. Gas is up 49%. So 0.4% isn't going to seem like it's that much of a difference. Okay, now, now food prices rose 0.5% to 6.4%. Beef and veal are up eight, up to 18.6% for last year. Pork is up 15.1% from last year. Chicken is up 10.4%. Ham is up 10%, including bacon, which actually is up higher than ham. I think bacon is up uh, 15%. And fish is up 8.4%. Cereals and cereal products are up uh, 0.8%. And that's with the cereal manufacturers saying they're going to go up 2 to 3% this month. So don't forget, nothing to be excited about. Um, all this stuff's going to go up this month. Bakery products soared 6.8% last month. And again, a lot of the producers of bakery products said it's going to go up more this month. Pre-owned cars. We, we talked about the stuff that you buy every day. What about cars? Well, pre-owned cars have jumped from last month, 3.5%. Now, that is 37.3% over the year is used cars have jumped. 
Now, I don't know if you drive by any... I, I know in California. I live in California, so I drive by car places all the time. They don't have any inventory. Used cars. They are begging people to sell them used cars. They are begging people to sell them used cars and not even trade in. I, I've got pictures of it. It's amazing. Rental cars shot up 36% since last December. <clears throat> Josie and I have always talked about now, granted, they they actually declined in four by four point four percent from November to December, but they shot up thirty six percent since last December. Josie said, "Well, we can rent a car," and then we went because on our trip, we could rent a car to our trip. We went over there and we saw the prices of rent of rentals, and she said, "I'll just drive," because it's just an insane. A car today is almost $100 a day to rent. It used to be $30. New cars rose 1.3% in December. That's if you can find them. We have a supply chain crisis, so new cars aren't being made, mostly because we can't produce microchips that are necessary for those cars in the United States. We produce them in China, and the problem is China can't ship them because of the supply chain crisis. So that's up 11.8% since last year. And it's not just this stuff. Living expenses, where you live, has jumped. Now, I'm lucky. I live in a place where it's not much to look at. It's, I mean, literally two rooms. And my rooms are separated by a sheet. Okay? So my rent hasn't gone up since I've been here, and I've been here almost four years. Rent costs have swelled 0.4% in December and 4.2% over the last 12 months. Now, I got to tell you, 4.2% doesn't sound that high. When I lived in an apartment, 4.2% is basically typical. Um, prices for furniture, though? Yeah, no, that's changed. Up 17.3% from last year. Laundry equipment, 12.1% from last year. Clothing. 5.8% from last year. And I know this because I had to buy clothing for uh, our trip to Big Bear that we're taking next week. Tools and other outdoor equipment. You know, equipment that workers need to do their jobs, up 7.2%. So there you have it. Wondering why your raise is gone, your 15% raise? Wondering why that job that you took after being off for a year and you got a $15 an hour salary at McDonald's? Wondering why that $15 an hour salary is not going anywhere? By the way, Democrats are already talking about minimum wage needed to be raised to $20 an hour. They're already talking about this. Yeah, well, there you go. There it is. The reason every, your raise is gone is because you need to buy food for dinner tonight, which is up. I, I don't know, 20%. And you need to drive in your car burning 40, boarding fuel, which costs 49% more. So go figure. All right, so let's get to some of the fun stories that I, I really haven't been talking about. And I really shouldn't forget because these are great stories. And there there's a bunch of them. Uh, I might go a little over, but they're really quick. So... 
here's a symptom of weakness in the United States. So according to Daily Wire, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, Deputy Commander-in-Chief Admiral Ali Fadavi said during a recent interview that when the time is right, the Islamic Republic of Iran is planning to strike the United States, which comes amid increasing threats from Iran towards the United States. Fadavi was recorded saying this, quote, they did that, and by the way, this is for me, they did very quickly what we asked them to do. This is the status of the Americans, weakness. This is the status of the enemies of Allah. This is the status of those who stand with the access of falsehood. We do not have the slightest doubt that at the right time, when we strike America, the great Satan, and its Zionist followers, we will strike them with great force. In the same speech, he said, quote, If the Zionists do something stupid and take a step against us, whether big or small, we will see this as a sign that Allah decreed that we should, we should be attacked so that they could retaliate. This would be an annihilation of the Zionists. It is a fact that the Zionists will go away much faster than the time frame determined by the leader. Soon we will witness the annihilation of the Americans and their dominance over the world, specifically over this region. Soon we will see them leave the region. This will definitely happen. Okay, this is not the first time they've said this in the last few weeks. The Iranians are pissed off about the death of Qasem Soleimani. Iran's terrorist general that was assassinated by the Donald Trump administration. They said about a month ago that they wanted, uh, the, they wanted the Biden administration to arrest and convict anyone who had, everyone who had anything to do with the death of Soleimani, and that included up to Donald Trump. Now, mind you, Soleimani kill, was killed in Iraq during a terrorist uprising he allegedly organized, they're going to skip that part. But the reality is, they see the Biden administration as so weak that Biden will bend the knee and do exactly what Iran wants to avoid any conflict. All you have to do is threaten the Biden administration. And they are so risk-averse, they will do nothing about it. And they may even do exactly what you want. We're seeing that with Russia. Iran is doing this because of what the United States is doing with Russia and Ukraine, mind you. There's a reason this came out this month. China is smiling. Xi Jinping is laughing his ass off right now. Now, do I think anything's going to come out of this? Do I think Biden is going to throw Trump in jail? No, I don't think anything is going to come. I think this is, they, everybody is going to ignore this. The media has ignored it. But it is a terrorist warning. We are witnessing terrorism coming to light. It shows how emboldened our enemies have gotten. And Biden's weird need to get back into this nuclear agreement doesn't make any sense, especially since Iran already probably has a nuclear weapon. Between Afghanistan, the Afghanistan retreat, and Iran... I think we need to, in this country, prepare for a terrorist attack in the United States this year. I think it's going to happen. Because you got to understand, terrorist attacks, 
they're not they're not going to be pushed by government. They're not going to be you can't directly blame Iran and Afghanistan for any terrorist attack that happens in this country. But don't think that Iran and Afghanistan aren't going to be pushing them. It is going to happen. Speaking of Afghanistan, let's in order to keep up the memory of the effed up pullout that Joe Biden did with Afghanistan, I I am going to you know this the pullout that killed 13 servicemen and a few hundred Afghanis. I'm going to keep talking about how jacked up that country is. So the Taliban is having some issues. Uh, those issues involve women who are protesting the treatment of them by the Taliban government. You know, the treatment. No rights for women. Women are being raped. Women are being forced into marriages. They're being beaten and executed on the streets because they wear the wrong clothing. That kind of stuff. So they're still fighting. You got to remember, the women over there, a lot of the women over there that are of fighting age were never saw the Taliban back in 93. Never saw the Taliban before the, the Afghani war in, I think it was 2002. So they're young and they, ex, they have expectations and they don't like this. And meanwhile, they're being shoved back into 2002 because Biden decided to move 2,000 troops out of Afghanistan. And those 2,000 troops, nobody was being killed. The war was over, blah, blah, blah. So the Taliban has decided they've come up with a great idea to quell these protests. They've decided to chop off the heads of mannequins that are found in stores in mock executions. Mannequins that represent the female form. That's what they're saying. So they're going in and they're just chopping off the heads to scare the women into not protesting. Aren't you glad we pulled those 2,000 troops out of Afghanistan and left it to such a civilized group of men to control the entire country? What a great job, Joe Biden. God, I it, it, some of this stuff is absolutely just nuts. What Joe Biden did to this country is disgusting. And in our last story, you I'm going to say some things that you may not agree with, you may not like, may sound like kind of conspiracy theory, but I'm thinking probably not conspiracy theory. Okay. Oh, we can't forget the China virus insanity. Now, mind you, all of these stories are a week to two weeks old. You probably haven't heard them on CNN or MSNBC. Maybe Fox News talked about them a little bit. If you decide to go into certain um, low-level conservative sites, they may talk about them, but I'm going to talk about them here. So here's the insanity with the China virus is, is gotten out of control. But the thing is with the China virus, I think it shows a lot bigger issues with our society in general. We're going to talk a little bit about that. So let's go over. There are three, I think there are three stories. Are there three or are there only two? No, there are only two stories. So th there are two stories with the China virus that really I think we need to take a look at and we need to think about. So according to CNN, 
Quote, a Texas mother has been charged with endangering a child after she allegedly placed her 13-year-old son, who had COVID-19, into her car's trunk to avoid being exposed to the virus. So mom doesn't want to be exposed to the virus, according to a warrant from the Harris County District Attorney's Office. Sarah Beam, 41, was charged with authorities, uh, charged after authorities arrived at a Houston-based Houston area COVID testing site on January 3rd, following a report that a health services official had found the child in the trunk of Beam's car. According to the warrant, the director of the health services stated she was gathering information from cars in the line for COVID testing when she found a female driver, later identified as Sarah Beam, having her child in the trunk of her car. The health director told her police, quote, the defendant confirmed that her son, K.H., who was in the car, who is a 13-year-old child, was in the trunk of the car due to the child having been tested positive for COVID. By the way, the one thing that CNN doesn't report until, I think, paragraph 9, this was a high school teacher. Apparently, she was driving to the testing site, got out of her car, opened the trunk, and let her son out so that he could be tested. I don't know what's worse about this story. That's a lie. I do know what's worse about the story. But there are a bunch of things that run through my mind. This is one of the reasons why I like doing culture stories after I have time to think about them. One, that we have people... The first thing that really is bad is that we have people in this country that are so paranoid that they'll abuse their kids. And they think that's okay. Sticking your kid in the freaking trunk... Why don't you put a bag over his head so that he can't breathe on you? And all because you don't want to catch COVID? I mean, and do these people ever read any statistics? Kids typically don't transmit COVID. This we've known for about a year and a half. The second thing that really points out, there are narcissists out there that actually have kids. This woman is so concerned about her, she doesn't give a damn about her kid. That's disturbing. I'll tell you what. I think there's between 20 and 25% of this country where they just don't give a shit about their kids. By the way, yes, there's going to be cussing this podcast. Sorry. I'll, I'll tell you what. There's going to be big time cussing in our last story. I'll even warn you before I get there. And the last but not least that narcissists like this are teaching our kids. Here's the thing. You know there are narcissists like these teaching our kids. All you have to do is look at the selfies on TikTok that are sitting back and trying to convince their kids that she's a he and he's a she and this is their pronouns and they talk about their... They talk about their sexual preferences to kindergartners. Like I said before in a previous podcast, I never even knew that my teachers were ever married. It was not important. The teachers didn't care. They didn't didn't talk about their personal lives. When I used to see teachers in the grocery store, I was shocked that the teacher was at the grocery store because that was just... Have a teacher having a life outside of school at, at, at an age of 10, 12 was not even a concept. 
But okay, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I the one thing that bothers me, the worst takeaway from this story, is that this virus has given us an excuse to systemically abuse our kids. Child abuse has become supported systemically. I bet you that not only is this brought out of jail and probably tweeting social justice messages and selfies on TikTok, but her son has been put put back in her home preparing his own mac and cheese dinner in in between bouts of downloading porn off the internet because he's completely unsupervised. Our children are not allowed to school. They're not allowed to participate in activities. They cannot see each other's faces or their teacher's faces because they're forced to wear masks all the time. They're forced to eat outside and socially distance during lunch times. There's no socialization. And according to the government, that's okay. That's keeping them safe. Oh, yeah, the increased suicide rates, the increased drug use, the lower test scores, lower literacy rate over the last year, those are all just coincidences. And they can recover from that. It's big talk that they can recover from that when it's coming from a bunch of people that just don't give a damn about these kids. And tomorrow when we talk about systemic abuse of children, Remember I told you that pedophilia is going to be normalized? Guess what? USA Today released an article yesterday that said pedophilia, we just don't understand it. And we should have more understanding. Didn't they just fire a guy from Dominion University for calling pedophilias man-attracted, what do they call that? Uh, Matt's man-attracted, I don't know. I, I don't care. Max, man attracted individuals or persons. Maps, man attracted persons. He was just fired from his teaching position at Dominion University. He, the guy's a doctor. He was fired from that job for saying that. Now, this has become mainstream. That pedophilia, we just don't understand. Oh my God. We are systemically abusing our children. That's what it's coming out to, and it's being accepted. Okay, well, here's another story. This is this is this is a fantastic story. Um, it's so insane. I don't think you'll believe that it's real. You'll think I'm making it up. So, here's a guy who is going to tell you the story. So let's listen to him. He he actually posted this on TikTok. Listen. I work from home, and today my boss sent an email saying that the whole team needs to wear masks during our Zoom meetings because one of the employees has a fear of unmasked people. Like, I'm trying to be respectful, but for everyone asking about the email from my boss, here it is. I am so amazed by this. I initially didn't have any words. I couldn't believe it. Here's the email. This is the email. Team. And it's from the Zoom protocols. I am writing you all today to inform you of a new protocol our staff our staff Zoom meet uh of our staff protocol for our staff Zoom meetings. It doesn't make sense. That's 
what it says. Moving forward, everyone will be required to wear a mask during our Zoom meetings. One of our team members has a fear of unmasked people, and I want to make sure everyone feels safe and comfortable. This requirement is effective immediately. Of course, it's signed by a gal named Ashley, last name, and she spells Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. Sounds like a woke spelling to me. This is a huge problem, and this is the problem when businesses go woke. Let's understand something. Wokeness is a form of narcissism, complete self-involvement. If you need proof, watch those TikTok videos I was talking about where these nut jobs talk about their pronouns and teachers talk about their sexual preferences to their kindergarten students. That is narcissism, where your life is so important, it's a teaching moment. This, the reason it has become so ingrained in our society is that businesses have gone woke and support woke narcissism of something they're something their employees also need to follow. Heck, I'll go so far as to say this, that it's not some of the employees that go through this narcissism. It's a vast minority of employees. I also laughed at the fact that the reason the businesses and the population should support woke narcissists is because narcissists have rights. There's a huge problem with this argument. Well, the narcissist has a right to feel safe. Uh, no, they really don't. Rights are God-given, and they are considered a right if they're not impeding on the rights of, the other, of others. So, for example, this poor guy has to wear a mask. And, and he doesn't have any scientific reason to have to wear a mask on a Zoom call. Because somebody else's rights are important? What about his right not to wear the mask on a Zoom call? There's no reason for him to wear the mask. Isn't the narcissist impeding his rights to be free of a mask? And exactly where in the Constitution does it say anything that we have to wear masks? It doesn't. When I first read this, I thought this guy should quit and find another job. No. Again, another reason why I like giving these a few days to marinate. This guy needs to get on his Zoom call and refuse to wear a mask in front of his computer screen by himself in his office, his home office, and force this person to quit for fear that this dumbass might get COVID through the computer screen. I guarantee that is that this broad and I'm assuming she's abroad. And if a man sits back and says, well, I, I, well, then he's abroad too. I guarantee this broad who is so scared of no one wearing a mask that she's pretty much a crappy employee. And she just bitches a lot to HR. They're probably afraid to fire her. I've lived in a, I've lived in a business like that. It's, it's absolute garbage. Okay, so this is this is another great story. My gosh. Do you folks need proof that the government and the government's bureaucracies suck at everything they freaking do? If you do need proof, here we go. The Boston Marathon bomber, who is serving multiple life prisons at a supermax 
prison in Florence, Colorado, received a $1,400 stimulus check from the government during the pandemic. He also received $250 from the Office of Federal Defenders of New York City. All of this, by the way, taxpayer money. This man killed a bunch of people, seriously injured hundreds of people, and he's getting government funds. He's getting taxpayer funds. Let's not call them government funds because they're not government funds. They're taxpayer funds. Of course, it was taken away when the government found out it messed up. And God forbid this gets in the news. It did on conservative news like Fox News and things like that. Of course, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, Reuters, um, AP. Nobody else reported it. It just shows how messed up the government is. My question is this. How many criminals of lower profile received the stimulus check and no one discovered it? Okay, next story. According to Newsmax, this is a disturbing story. Uh, And I think this story is important because it, it actually shows we might be at the end of Western civilization as we know it. So according to Newsmax... A very right-wing rag. Nearly three in four American adults believe there are only two genders, a new Rasmussen report survey found. The Rasmussen poll found that 63% strongly agree when asked, do you agree or disagree with the statement, there are two genders, male and female. Another 18% disagree. Now what they're also talking about, they don't just ask that question. Strongly agree, agree, um no comment, strongly disagree, or disagree, and then strongly disagree. So you can assume it it actually showed that 74% of people agreed that there are only two sexes. Continuing with the article, although a majority of every political category agreed that there were only two genders, Democrats, 47%, were less likely than Republicans, 82%. Really? 82%? or the unaffiliated, 60%, to say that they strongly agreed. Rasmussen found Americans with incomes of $200,000 a year or more were more likely to disagree with the statement that there were only two genders. Okay, a couple of things with this. Um, Is this the end of Western civilization when 25% of of the American population does not believe there's a difference between men and women? that there are more than two genders. It disturbs me that 80 uh, only that there are 18% of Republicans that believe there are more than two genders. Now, I know that Newsmax did this in order to push that most people in the country don't believe there are more than two genders. The Rasmussen poll just leaves questions as why only 74% believe there are only two genders? Uh, you 20 years ago, 96% believed there were two genders. That's why it was hev- people were heavily against gay marriage. And the other thing we should point out is this shows you that being highly educated and earning a lot of money doesn't make you smart, doesn't make you use reason. That the woke that it is more important to be woke and elite than to be right. Do you think 
a person who earns an income of 200000 a year, and you can figure they've got at least a bachelor's degree. You figure they got a master's degree if they're earning that much. Do you honestly believe they believe there are more than two genders? Yeah. Western civilization. Okay, our last story. Okay, remember I told you I would sit back and tell you if when I start cussing? Here it comes. So if you've got the two-year-old in the back, a boy, girl, or whatever you folks decide to call that person, I was going to start, you might want to lower it because here it comes. Apparently in the United States, crime does pay. And when something pays, when something gives you an income, you have to pay taxes for it. The Internal Revenue Service, IRS, has released a new stipulation for the 2021 tax season. This is from the IRS's website. Okay, quote, subject, illegal activities. Income from illegal activities, such as money dealing from illegal drugs, must be included (laughs) in your income on Schedule 1, Form 1040, Line 8Z, or on Schedule C, Form 1040, if from your self-employment activity. That's right. Drug dealing is considered self-employment. That's not it. Subject, stolen property. If you steal property, you must report its fair market value in your income in the year you steal it, unless your return, you return it to its rightful owner in the same year. Here it comes, folks. What the fuck? I have a few questions after reading this crap. And by the way, no one's reporting this, which is insane. No one's reporting this. That's insane. I have a few questions. Do you get the impression the federal government doesn't take crime seriously? Violent crime seriously? The other question I have, do you think the federal government sees crime as as a job and a source of income? Obviously, the IRS now wants to tax it. Third question. Do you think the government is so dumb as to believe they will get taxes from criminals? Criminals don't have jobs. They don't have income. When they don't have income, they get money from the IRS. Do you think criminals are going to be afraid to just lie on an income tax form? I know, they have to sign their name where it says, I will not commit perjury, blah, 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 blah. Pretty sure. I do think they're that dumb. Bureaucracy is dumb. Finally, last question. Do you think high crime rates in blue cities and states are an accident? Now, I've answered this question probably a dozen times in past podcasts. If you don't believe me, go to my blog, read it. I'm sure I've answered this at least once in the last three weeks. Here's the thing. I'm going to state this right now. High crime in blue cities and states is not because of bad policy. High crime in blue cities and states is the policy. High inflation is not because of bad policy. High inflation is the policy. A stagnant economy is not because of bad policy. A stagnant economy is the policy. Low employment is not because of bad policy. Low employment is the policy. Energy and gas shortages are not because of bad policy. 
energy and gas shortage are, shortages are because of the policy, are the policy. All this crap has been defined before, well before Biden took office, in that piece of crap thing written by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called the Green New Deal. It was all written. No one should need to work. We should just trust the government. That was all defined before. And that's all I have to say for that. And my proof is on the IRS website. Okay. That was a good, I love that podcast. That was fun. I love talking about culture. Okay. Maybe I should do that more often instead of the politics of the day, but the politics of the day are pretty important. So uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Go to rumble.com. I do have a new video out there. I want you to look at it. Just search for dumbasses talking politics. I hope you guys have a great day. We've got more stories tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm